I got Mr. Stone here with me. Uh, you got a big match coming up. We haven't we haven't said that in a while. I know you kind of alluded to it on social media, but it's your your first advertised singles match in five years. There's a lot of story behind it. Uh, if you've been following along NXT TV, uh, you you have an issue with Braun Breaker. You're looking to settle at Halloween Havoc. Talk to me about the match. How you're feeling going into it? Um, well, it's. It's a big match, but to be fair, I've really thought about this, and I think it may actually be the biggest match that I've ever had in mm-hmm. almost 24 years because, I mean, the pressure's on, eyes are on me. People that do remember me are definitely going to be interested to see what happens now that I'm getting in the ring again in almost five years for a scheduled match. You know, can I still go? Can I still hold up? Which I assure you I could. But also there's just so much, yeah, behind it. I mean, everything that's going on with my good buddy, Von Wagner, we started on day one together at the PC and NXT, friends inside and outside of the ring. Braun did him dirty. Braun hurt him pretty bad. And now I'm just, I I just accepted this thing without even really thinking through. And I'm hoping, well, I I know it's going to be like, you know, I use this like riding a bike. I'm going to get on and I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to see what happens. You, you, when you challenged him to the match, uh, it seemed like he lit, obviously you're reacting to what he did to Vaughn, but it seemed like he lit a fire under you a little bit. Do you think he was expecting that at all? Oh, he, he definitely wasn't. He, he, he underestimates everything about me. He is. He is so self-absorbed and into himself. I don't even know if he knows that I've had I had a career uh, prior to my new role as a manager. I don't even know if he knows I was really ever an in-ring performer. Mm-hmm. He's going into this thinking he's in with some little dweeb guy that wears a suit and he's going to throw me around. Little does he know what's under that suit right now is a guy who is legitimately in the best shape of his life, mm-hmm. a guy who has, you know, almost 24 years in ring experience traveled all over the world. And I'm going to bring all that to this match. Everything that I possibly have left in me, I am bringing to this match and he's underestimating me. And I think him and the fans are going to be very surprised at what happened. You've been paired with a lot of people uh, throughout your WWE career. One of them was Chelsea green. Uh, You've welcomed them to your brand, the Robert stone brand. What do you think made Von Wagner and Mr. Stone click with fans? Like, why do you think it's been so endearing? Um, I think just being able to actually see our friendship come into play on screen. Because we were friends off screen. We were friends outside of the ring. But no one really knew Von. I mean, you kind of look at him when you first saw him, I'm sure you thought it, everyone thought he's just kind of this monster guy who doesn't really talk that much, doesn't really have much personality, but he does. He just wasn't showing it. And now I think they're getting just to see how, you know, he's kind of like, you know, he looks like a monster, but he's really just kind of like a big teddy bear. And they're seeing he has that soft side, which most people do. Everyone really does. And they've just seen the way that we're connecting. And to be honest, even in the past few months, our friendship's been taken to a new level. So the fans feel a part of that. And I think they get a kick out of it and like it. You know, I like it as it's happening. Yeah. And I've enjoyed the segments that we've gotten to see. Like, obviously, there's a serious element to it. Uh, The therapy segments, the heart to hearts that you had with them 
in in the stands about his uh i'm gonna screw up the name trigonocephaly i do all the time but like stuff like that you know you're delivering it a certain way but there's a hint to humor to it when you're just sitting there in the one promo and you're like surgery and you know it's not over the top but there's just a little you know almost bit of levity to it like they're just it is what it is yeah i I just think you know we're having these discussions and they are what they are i mean it's all new information to me like i said a lot of the things and that's kind of what makes our friendship so fun he's telling me these things and i know they're so serious but it's words that i don't even necessarily know what they mean i had to look them up afterwards but the bottom line is everything that went down with him in his childhood is so serious and is so real and a lot of people out there could connect with it. And whether they went through that or something like that, they went through the same situations like him as far as, you know, maybe being bullied or people looking at you the wrong way in school when they were younger, maybe still now. So I feel like him opening up about it um, maybe helped other people open up and maybe, you know, helped other people share their story now to kind of feel better about themselves. So it's I feel like it was a win-win for him and a win-win for everyone that's gotten to come along for the ride. Yeah. And there, there's been a bunch of other segments. Some of them were obviously meant to be more humorous. Like when you're the one therapy segment where you're tapping your foot there, like over tapping it. And then, uh, you know, back to your point about a lot of people maybe pegged him as a certain wrestler. Like I'll credit you to getting him over with fans, like huge, because you, you present him like you even said to him, like, there's a superstar in you. Like you're setting the table for what you see in him, but also what fans could see in him. And, you know, to, to a different extent, you haven't been a good guy too much in your career. If you want to look at it like that. And I think it's not only an interesting role for you to play, but you know, you are helping break that stereotype, like the, you know, the big monster stereotype that maybe people placed on him. Like, when he first got there. Yeah, no, I agree. And and everything that comes out of my mouth about him is real. I mean, he is a good looking dude. He's a ladies man. He, maybe you wouldn't know, but, but he is, you know, he's uh, I think a lot of people don't realize he's a second generation wrestler, you know? So he, he has right. He's not just the guy who fell into wrestling a few years ago. You know, he's, he grew up with it. He knows a lot about it. He still learns from his father. Um, you know, he was a, he has an athletic background. He played football at UCF. Like there's so much to him. I just feel like people just saw big guy, monster growls. That's it. And I'm just trying to let everyone see there's so much more. It's almost kind of like um, in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not a big, my kids watch. Uh, what's Batista's character's name? Drax. What is it? Drax. Yes, exactly. You know, he's this guy who, you know, could kill people. You, I mean, you know that he could. And if you just looked at him. That's probably what you would think, and that's all that's to him. But he's got humor, he's got a soft side, and that's kind of like what what Vaughn is. Mm-hmm. So he's a lovable guy, and I'm glad the people are seeing it now. You you mean your kids haven't completely taken over? You don't you don't pay attention enough? They don't force. It I'll, on? I'll I either I either fall asleep during the movies they make me watch, or I you know I'm on my phone or leave the room. There are one or two that I'll attempt to get into, but it's hard. But yeah, they run the house. They're five or six now that my twin boys are almost going to be seven okay Uh, next week actually next next friday so how much of this matches for them you hear talent say a lot i know mvp was one of the guys that i remember said he wanted his son to see him wrestle live 
they might not remember the last time that you had a singles match or maybe don't remember some of the earlier NXT matches. How much is this, you know, letting them say, hey, here's what dad does at work? Um, so I didn't bring it up to him because at first I didn't bring it up to him because I didn't know what the outcome could be. I'm not really going to promote them to watch something. And then, you know, look, anything could happen. What if Braun does kill me? What if he beats me up? I don't know if I want him to see that. But a lot of their friends in school watch and they came home and asked me and said, hey, you're wrestling Braun Breaker next week. So now they know, you know, um, so I just smartened them up to everything. I told them about it and it's on Halloween. So they're going to be out trick or treating. But I told them the next day they could watch it and see what happens. And I said, I did make them a promise. And I said, I will be sitting there with them on the couch the next day. So I'm not going to be in the hospital. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to make sure that I stay safe in this thing. And I'm going to win this thing and I'm going to be watching the match with them the next day. And they're going to, they're going to get to see their dad beat Braun Breaker. I like your confidence. You're, you're showing it now. I, I mentioned the post that you put up. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night. Here's what I like about my wrestling. And you, you kind of touched on it. You said, you know, when the bell rings and it is just me and him in the ring, anything can happen. I like a little parody in my wrestling. I like, and I go back to the any given any team can win on any given Sunday. Like that's how the NFL's built on parody. I like my wrestling like that. And you're a WWE superstar. So if if you aren't at that level and you like, why would you be there? So obviously you're there. I'm giving you a shot to win. That's what I want to see. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to go in thinking like, hey, maybe you're gonna get your butt kicked, but you also might win and get your butt kicked. I'm pretty sure at some point during that match, I am going to get my butt kicked, but that is okay because I'm expecting it. But the big thing about this is I know Ron is just underestimating me. And he, he has everything to lose, whether he loses the match, even if I just get a few good shots on him, I don't even know if people are expecting that. Mm -hmm. So he's just got everything to lose and he's taken me lately. I'm sure he's probably out on his fishing boat this week, doing whatever he does, not, training for this match where again i'm in the best shape of my life and i don't know if he's familiar with my experience in this industry and what i'm going to bring to this match so i have a few tricks up my sleeve i'm going to throw him off his game and i think the ball's in my court and i think there's going to be a lot of people surprised at how this goes down i'm familiar with your work i've followed you throughout the years you you've won gold before i i'm going to agree with you that you know, he's, he's taking you lightly. I don't want to get too far ahead, but you mentioned it's like riding a bike. What sort of expectations do you have for this match? Could you see it maybe wanting to get back in the ring after this? Cause it's the first, are you anticipating maybe getting that spark again? You know, right now I'm so focused on just, it's almost not even a match. It's I'm just focused on getting, revenge on him and fighting him i think we gotta walk before we run do the match see what happens and go from there i don't i don't even want to think past it yet because i'm just focused on it but i will say this i i at my age and where i'm at i have i'm enjoying my role and i do like the fact that you know my health is good and my fitness is good and going back to a full-time competitor 
we all know that pro wrestling ain't ballet. And, you know, I, I don't know what my body could hold up anymore to do it on a regular basis. So for now, let's do the one and then let's see what happens from there. All right. I'll, I'll take that. You have your plate full come Tuesday. Anything else? Hey, I saw I, you just No, that one I did not that mean. That was good. That I was did, good. I'll take credit, but I, I swear I did not mean to do that this time. Uh, all right. So come Tuesday, there's a lot going on at Halloween Havoc. Uh, before you get in the ring or maybe once you're, you know, cooling down after you get your hand raised, anything else you're looking forward to? on the card that you're really excited that uh, sort of highlights what NXT has going on right now? Well, I think, I mean, night one blew everybody away. Night two is going to do the same. Obviously everyone wants to see the world title match, Dragon off Carmelo Hayes. It's going to be wild. Uh, the finals of the women's breakout tournament is happening. Um, uh, a, a TLS match tables, ladders and scares is it, or something wild that I never even heard of. So I'm curious to see what that is all about. I think everybody is. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to watch the whole show. But what I will say is I can only watch the matches after mine because I'm going to be in the zone so much before I'm going to have to catch up and on DVR the next day. Because whenever my match is scheduled, I'm going to be pumping up and in the zone before it. I won't even be able to focus on what matches happened before mine. I get in that weird state about an hour before my match where I just can't talk to anybody. So, <laughs> so and and. And this Tuesday might be two hours. I'm going to have to warm up the old body and see what's left. Best of luck this week. Uh, thanks for the time. It was great catching up with you as always. Tune in uh, for Halloween Havoc Night 2 on Tuesday. Mr. Stone against Brown Breaker. Thank you, man.